Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the Thursday episode of the Commute Podcast, we sit down with Chad Sonka and Jorge Parodi from the Savannah Voice Festival to talk about the upcoming 10th season, which kicks off on August 7th. The Commute is brought to you by National Office Systems. Hello and welcome to the Thursday episode of the Commute Podcast. This is Zach Dennis sitting in for Adam Van Brimmer. I hope you are enjoying the back end of your week. Uh, today we're sitting down with Chad Sonka, who is the executive director, and Jorge Perotti, who is the artistic director, both of the uh, Savannah Voice Festival. It kicks off on August 7th, but has a variety of shows that we uh, get in-depth on in this podcast interview, so... Uh, stick around for that. But if you are a Voice Festival fan, there are still tickets available. SavannahVoiceFestival.org is where you can find them. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about our presenting sponsor. National Office Systems is the exclusive provider of Dirt Modular Interiors and Herman Miller Furniture. And they also are working with Knoll now. So really, this is this is office furniture royalty here. And we have all of that here at the Savannah Morning News newsroom. Here in our uh, podcast studio where I'm at right now, It's you, you can't get more comfortable than this. National Office Systems uh, can be found online at natoffsys.com. That's natoffsys.com. And now to Chad and Jorge. Joining me on the Thursday episode of the Commute Podcast is Chad Sonka. He is the uh, Savannah Voice Festival's executive director, as well as Jorge Jorge Perotti, uh, who is the artistic director. Jorge, Chad, thank you so much for, for joining us. It's great to be back in Savannah again. Thank you for having us. We're very excited to to present this festival uh, this year in Savannah. It's our first festival as executive and artistic directors. Uh, so we are very, very happy to be uh, taking these new uh, hats in the festival. Absolutely. Well, let's let's start there. I mean, you all are into into new roles. Um, this has been a festival that's been shepherded by Cheryl Milnes and Maria Zuvis for for the, a lot of the ten years. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to each of y'all to kind of step into those uh, those shoes to a degree and kind of really, as we hit the ten year mark, what's the you know what's the future look like as you step into these roles? You know, I, that's a really great question, and one can't talk about the future without reflecting on the past and what has been so beautifully built by Maria and Cheryl. And I've been with the programs for about nine years um, and started out as an artist. And, you know, at its heart, the Cheryl Milne's Voice Programs is a mentorship and training program. It started that way over 20 years ago with voice experience and then out of voice experience grew Savannah Voice Festival. So with the mentorship and training aspect of what it is they do it gives voice now to those artists that they trained and me being one of them i started out as an artist and then became the education outreach coordinator for the programs and now subsequently the um executive director so 
and that's what the voice festival does. That's what the voice programs does. Mm -hmm. And I know Jorge has been with the programs even longer and has mentored many singers, myself included. Yes, I'm, uh, I've been with the voice experience uh, for almost 20 years. Um, and I, I, I was part of the first uh version of the Savannah West Festival and I've been involved with, with Savannah West Festival since the beginning and uh, I'm very happy to be now uh, taking this responsibility of being the artistic director which uh, it is quite a bit of a challenge considering that I'm, I'm stepping on the shoes of no other than Cheryl Mills which is one of the greatest uh, baritons in history and certainly one of the top uh, baritons of uh, the U.S. and he was an amazing uh, guy to to everyone and he is uh, the reason why we started uh, the voice experience. Um, I mean we uh, as a group I didn't start it. Maria and Cheryl started but the idea is to pass the torch of this amazing um, history and tradition and try to um, help new artists develop in this beautiful art of opera. And since then, we since we moved to Savannah, we created the, the festival that has been extremely successful and growing every year. And now in our 10th anniversary, we're very happy to, to be um, um, presenting this fantastic uh, program. But also we are very excited to, to be in charge of the new leadership and um, we are looking forward to, to continue uh, the growth of the festival and reaching the community and involving more and more people, bringing amazing artists to Savannah. Uh, everyone should know Savannah because it's such a great uh, location. And um, so there's many, many goals that are being served through our uh, wonderful festival and um, we are very happy to be coming up with ideas and, and new programming and new uh, projects to to make it grow and engaging more more community members and audience members and bringing people into Savannah uh, to see the festival. Absolutely. So speaking of the festival, you're entering your 10th season, um, you know, big big event uh mm -hmm. it seems like looking at the lineup a lot of old favorites that people come and, and love to see every year right. as well as some new stuff to check out um in a, in a wide array of different uh savannah venues uh mm -hmm. give us just kind of what's the what's the just quick kind of overview of what people can expect if they're going to this season of the voice festival that's it that's that's exactly what Savannah Voice Festival is offering. You're exactly right. Old favorites combined with some really new and exciting uh, programming, starting with some of our standby concerts where we do voices in song and voices in sacred song. You know, at when Savannah Voice Festival is about opera, musical theater and song, and we give it all and we are doing that this year as well. So start that's the song aspect. And then part of Savannah Opera, we are presenting technically five operas in a two week period. So that is a lot of high notes. <laughs> that's a lot of really fantastic singing. Um, and I'll let Jorge expound on that a little bit more about the Savannah Opera season, which uh, we all really built and are excited about, you know, our 
And our theme this year is Voices from Beyond, which encapsulates the mystical nature of our theme and uh, musical programming, but also the fact that the voices you're about to hear over the next two weeks are truly out of this world. I mean, the singing is just sensational and will move you in ways in ways that you wouldn't imagine in all three of those genres that I mentioned. So it's really exciting. And I'll let Jorge talk a little bit about Savannah Opera. Exactly. One of the um, components of the Savannah Voice Festival is uh, the Savannah Opera that focused on the opera productions and stage productions of, uh, of opera. And as Chad said, the festival produces song, musical theater, and opera. And the Savannah Opera, in this case, would take care of uh, five productions. Um, two of them are uh, a double bill uh, world premiere of Savannah inspires opera by our composing residents, Michael Ching, that is Alice Riley and Anna Hunter. They are both operas inspired in um, two uh, female um, members of the community that lived in Savannah. Um, Alice Riley was the first person to be uh, hanged in in Savannah. That's a that's a unusual. Um, um, how do you call it? Um, <laughs> feature uh, yeah. and Anna Hunter was, as you all may know, the the person that um, tr- defended the history uh, in Savannah in the mid twentieth century, and was instrumental in saving so many wonderful buildings that now Savannah is proud to present to the world. Um, so these two operas are based on these two characters, and uh, one is a is a very uh, dark and uh, heavy uh, theme opera, and the second is a comedy um, making fun of uh, misunderstood uh, progress and uh, and the importance of saving our tradition and culture and and history uh, in a, in a comedic and very fun way. Um, also, we are presenting a, a version uh, of Brigadoon. It's, a, it's not the show as it is, it's our interpretation of it. It's just showcasing all the wonderful tunes that Brigadoon is famous for in a new um, storytelling um, approach that is really fun and is very snappy and is, is the whole show compounding in barely an hour, just over an hour uh, of, of music. So it's really uh, fantastic. Uh, just a chain of one tune after the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, we are doing the medium and it's going to be performed by our um, study grant artists that have been working with us since um, Voice Experience uh, was in Iowa last week. We were there for two weeks and we produced and performed um, the medium by Menotti there. And then we're uh, ready to bring it to Savannah and share it um, at the beautiful Telfair Museum in the Rotonda, the Telfair. Um, The medium is a a ghostly story of um, 
a, a medium that um, goes uh, really into the dark side and uh, it's doing it at the rotunda of the Telfair seems extremely fitting because of the magical and um, amazing uh, buildings and art there. So it, the medium is going to feel exactly at home at the Telfair. And then we finish um, our uh, Savannah Opera season as part of the Savannah Voice Festival with an amazing uh, cast performing Faust, which is one of the great operas uh, in history. And it's also a bit of a Voices from Beyond theme because one of the characters is the devil that uh, go in a, in a dealing with our, our Dr. Faust and the poor Margarita is, uh, is being thrown in the middle of, of them and um, and and we have inter the intervention of of ghosts and and angels and uh, evil spirits. So it's really uh, a, a, a voices from beyond uh, theme. That uh, I mean, at, at the highest level, the character, um, uh, sorry, the um, the cast of um, of Faust is um, formed by. Uh, old friends that that Savannah knows and and cherries, and three new um, artists that are going to be singing the lead, and we are very excited to produce these amazing singers that have been performing in in major theaters in in the world. I mean, some of them have done uh, Glimmerglass, Houston, El Liceo, um, and we are very happy to bring them to Savannah to to be the leads of Faust. Um, that will be our last uh, event in the season. Um, that's, those are the, the Savannah Opera productions, but in addition to that, we have an amazing lineup of a total of 23 events in two weeks. You, you do the math and see how busy we're going to be those two <laughs> weeks. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and Chad could tell us a little more about the song and the sacred song concerts. Sure, sure. Um, I'll just follow up with uh, the Savannah Opera season with those that it might be their first time attending an opera mm -hmm. or might be uh, afraid of that word opera. They sure. need not be. All of the operas are performed in English, with the exception of Faust, which will have English supertitles, uh, if you're concerned about that. But also the pacing of them and the voices that you'll hear, really quite amazing. Mm -hmm. Um Yes, absolutely. He uh, mentioned our other productions that we have. We have uh, Voices in Sacred Song, which will be at First Baptist Church this mm -hmm. year, August 14th. And we also have Voices in Song, which will be at one of our longest partners in town, Christ Church Episcopal, mm -hmm. um, where we offer songs of all different genres. Mm -hmm. um, and continuing with song, we are excited to present Elizabeth Baldwin as our recitalist this summer who mm -hmm. is also the lead in our lead prima donna in our faust yeah. um and she also happens to be the atc uh american traditions competition milne's opera award winner so oh, wow. she her 
her prowess in opera is really quite extraordinary. And you'll want to come and hear her in this special recital that occurs the first week at the beautiful, again, um, Telfair Academy Rotunda. So lots to check out, particularly um, with those other concerts outside of Savannah Opera. And all of this can be found on our website, savannahvoicefestival.org. Absolutely. And you also have, and you all uh, generally do a great job of this is kind of, it's not just a festival of like shows and things like that. It's also a lot of, a lot of training workshops, you know, ways to learn. You have James Morris, who's a longtime festival favorite coming back to do a masterclass, which is free and open to the public. Um, But you also have something that's kind of uh, exciting. You have uh, Frederica Von Stati, who uh, is the uh, Milne's Voice awardee this year. She's doing a gala concert on the 20th. Tell us a little bit about those two and what that kind of pedigree means. You know, that's that's the type of pedigree that only the voice festival can kind of bring in. Very well said. Um, both of these are past Milton's Voice awardees that we honor at our Voice Experience Gala every spring. Mm. And both of these particular artists have left an, indel- an indelible mark on the world of opera. So we are so honored to have them come to Savannah and share their expertise with young artists and train them in the form of our Masters in Voice series, mm. um, where singers perform for an audience and get that real world in real time uh, response from these brilliant artists about how to make their performances more effective. And then we are so lucky to have our awardee Frederica Fonstada give a an intimate, beautiful concert at the Green Meldrum House at St. John's Episcopal. So is there anything more you would like to add to that experience there, Jorge? Uh, well, um, the opportunity of, of, watching and hearing these amazing uh, singers uh, that had an amazing career to work working with our uh, both study grants and cast because we we were uh, able to invite some of our cast members to work with the singers and and they all jump at the opportunity to to work with them but uh, I think the audience will adore the opportunity of being somehow backs stage and see how the magic happens and how uh, a legend um, shares their mm-hmm. expertise with with the new incredible talent so we have also we have Marquita Lister as a as another of our um, uh, master teachers uh, I'm going to do a class Maria Sue is going to be doing the class Cheryl Mills is going to be doing a class so there's a lot of opportunity to see um, our artists work with um, with the faculty, and um, circling back to the 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 joy of having uh, Federica Fostaden do a, an intimate performance for us, we are beyond honored to to be able to feature her and to present her to Savannah. Federica is one of the most famous mezzo sopranos of the century, and she is. Uh, delightful one of the uh, i remember someone says she is the sun walking on the earth because she <laughs> is so positive and friendly and so uh, those attending the gala not only will have a, a treat to hear her live which is very very rare um but also to mingle with her in the reception afterwards in the beautiful green house which is uh, another uh, 
piece of history that Savannah is proud to to have. We're going to take a quick break to uh, give Chad and Jorge a little bit of a breather, but talk a little bit about the Savannah Morning News and subscribing. Uh, right now at the Savannah Morning News, really our, our gauge for what the, the community is, is feeling or, or how they're supporting us is through a digital subscription. Uh, right now we have a special offer, $1 for six months. You can find that at savannahnow.com slash subscribe now, but that's, that's really the way that we can know that our people above us can tell hey people are investing in the work that savannah is doing in the journalism that savannah is doing i mean this week alone we had uh a a look at the future of the savannah mall we had a doc a a two-piece story on documents filed showing that the savannah police officer who killed the man in shot and killed the man in uh carver village had a pretty violent work history leading up to being hired at savannah police department we also had uh, a number of stories, uh, sports stories. We had a large package on the Savannah Bananas that uh, just goes in depth into how they went from uh, the collegiate team here in Savannah to uh, you know, ending up with ESPN and HBO documentaries. Uh, you can find all of that and more at savannahnow.com. And subscribe now, literally $1, six months. Uh, just at least give us six months to try it out and see if it's worth your, worth your dollar. But you can find that at savannahnow.com slash subscribe now. Now, back to Jorge and Chad. I mentioned a little bit about outreach uh, before, but I think this is a good time to kind of talk a little bit about that. You all are outside of just the month of August where it's mm-hmm. festival, festival, festival. Um, also doing stuff throughout the year, working with um, the schools in town, with the Deep Center. And uh, you just had something with First City Pride. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit, you know, you mentioned before um, the word opera can kind of be a little like, whoa, to a lot of, you know, a lot yeah, of people mm-hmm. because you kind of get this like, you get this 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 kind of idea in your mind that it's very serious. Um, you know, it, it kind of, it has this way uh, uh, it may not be as accessible as you think, right. but I feel like um, working with these organizations and probably the mission of the Voice Festival throughout the year is let's make opera, but also just the stuff that we're doing as accessible as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, at its heart, we have no choice but to respond viscerally to the sound of a human voice, right? We're connected to it. And when the voice is used at its optimum, when the voice is used at its most effective, we have no choice but to react to that. And especially when it's singing songs and repertoire and such beautiful music, all of that comes together for a really special moment. So Mm -hmm. that's what we like to do with our outreach. We're also creating new works. You mentioned the deep center at our, um, at our voices in song concert, we will be premiering three brand new songs that we wrote in collaboration with them. Mm -hmm. Jody Goebel, we engaged her, who's one of my dear friends and colleagues, just a fabulous writer and brilliant Mm -hmm. pianist, um, worked with these young writers on how to write text that works well when it's set to music. Mm -hmm. So three uh, young poets and were engaged and have collaborated with Jody and those songs will be performed at that concert. Also, we partner with the Savannah Chatham County public school system. Mm -hmm. We've been doing that ever since we rolled into town and Mm -hmm. we've 
enjoyed our collaborations with them and in fact have created new operas with them Mm -hmm. and premiered new operas with them. So we're now happy to have the Savannah Arts Academy chorus led by Russell Watkins be a part of Michael Ching's uh, premiere Alice and Anna, they will be in the chorus of those shows. Very nice. Um, And then finally, one of our strongest partners is Hospice Savannah. Mm -hmm. Um, On our page, you'll see a tab on our webpage, you'll see a tab called Voices That Heal. Mm -hmm. And it's a program that we set up with their music therapist to create listening labs for people that are affected by um, or have people that are affected by hospice care Mm -hmm. and ways to listen to music constructively and on a deeper level to have it affect them and enrich their lives. Mm -hmm. So all of these programs feed into ways to make opera and this kind of singing accessible and more impactful for Mm -hmm. people. Sure. And I'm sure, um, it kind of gives, it provides for the, especially the young people, right. a definite, you know, they don't maybe view it as, as opera, the scary word they go, Oh, there's different ways that we can engage in, in song and voice and things like Absolutely. that. And it kind of, it almost translates to how they're viewing things, what you all have been doing for 10 years now. And Absolutely. I, I've been, like I said, I'm the, I was the education outreach coordinator for the programs and it was so much fun going into those schools and opening up my mouth and this big operatic sound came mm-hmm. out and watching their reactions was the absolute best. And then getting them hooked that way. Mm-hmm. And then they want to seek it out more because sure. they just at its base level, think the sounds are so cool. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, I don't blame them. It's one of the reasons I go to the opera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's that's really what we do there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Jorge, on your end, how I mean, how do you kind of as you as you're looking at the 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 shows that you're presenting and the ways that um artistically you all can kind of uh, uh engage with the community. Are you kind of thinking about the same things as how can I bring the the tenets of opera to an uh, to a more modern audience and a younger audience that maybe is reticent to kind of jump on board with that initially? I think the first of all the, the idea of of presenting the titles to them and bringing them to um, their neighborhoods uh, because we do performances in very several venues throughout the city mm-hmm. and we are at the Morris Center we are at um, Asbury Memorial um, so we are uh, doing concerts at the Telfair and so uh, and and uh, it just bringing opera singing being in song or in op- actual opera productions or in sacred concerts we're doing in so many churches um, I think the they're going to feel more comfortable coming to their home or their neighborhood and see an event there. And then they're going to experience the, the magic of the human voice, uh, the magic of the opera singing. And even if it's in a, in a song or in a musical theater, because uh, our musical theater singers are going to be singing operatically, uh, uh, you'll see it's quite impressive. And this idea of creating, um, repertoire and presenting them in different venues throughout the city already engage 
new people that have that are not used to see uh, this kind of productions uh, regularly. So uh, let's say the members of Christchurch uh, are going to see that something happens on Tuesday evening and say, oh, well, let's, let's see what it is. And then there you have our singers uh, mesmerizing them with an amazing uh, lineup of our songs or, um, or just going to see Faust at Asbury, which is a church, which is great to be talking about the devil and the, the, the redemption or not. Uh, we'll see. Um, in the church <laughs> with the organ and the chorus, uh, it's, it's like quite impressive. Um, I think, I think the, the idea is um, to create opportunities for people to experience opera and, and singing and hopefully they will like it and they will want to hear more. Um, you never know. Sometimes people don't like things, so that's okay. But the important thing is they have the opportunity to experience it, uh, to experience it and hopefully they will um, love it. Um, but what our mission is to present it, make it accessible to them, making uh, a a fun experience, a beautiful evening, and um, and we trust that many will be hooked with uh, to opera forever. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and and in terms of accessibility, that's really well said, Jorge. In terms of accessibility, we have many different ways with which audiences can engage with us. We have our free events in the form of those masterclasses. We also have two levels of ticketing, premium and standard ticketing, as well as uh, discounted tickets for students and military. So there are lots of ways that folks can come see Savannah Voice. Absolutely. Well, if they would like to see Savannah Voice, uh, where's the quick, you know, here's where to find tickets and things like that. Absolutely. The best way to come and uh, read about our season and find tickets for yourself is right on savannahvoicefestival.org. Perfect. Well, Chad, Jorge, thank you so much for taking some time and uh, looking forward to uh, another festival season. Excellent. There it is. I hope Voices to see you in one of the shows. 10. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you to Chad and Jorge. And again, check out savannahvoicefestival.org if you'd like to learn more about what's going on there. And that'll complete today's episode of the Commute Podcast. Uh, Again, you can support National Office Systems at natoffsys.com and the Savannah Morning News at savannahnow.com slash subscribe now. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.